0: I am Joseph Kronberg, and this is the Daily Giddy Up Podcast, focusing on inspiration, motivation, and positivity to guide you towards making small, mindful decisions that can have profound impacts on your life. Welcome back for part two with Zach Tarika. Let's hear how he's changing the game of film financing. This came from a different world, right? It was more corporate. It was more like mindset towards something that you kind of knew the the latter two and made sense a little bit in yep. your own head and in my head for that matter. That's how I thought about it as well.
1: Yeah. And I just, I was never, again, like in back to the risk adjusted return notion of it. I, I knew that if I wanted all the things for my life, that I would need to take more risk than, mm-hmm. than my job at this private equity firm. And I just I knew that something needed to happen. I, some change needed to. And I was never, to this day, I'm, I'm not a good multitasker. I don't have, there are people that I meet that are capable of doing 10 things great at the exact same time. And, and that's not me. So I understood my weakness and understood that until I really left my job and until I really went all in and fully committed, then I was never gonna really get the reward. And, and I wasn't doing myself any favors by not really committing myself to it. So in 2018, I left my job and committed to starting uh, Forest Road with a partner. And it's been a lot of luck, a lot of hard work, a lot of reward, you know, starting a business that at the time had about you know, again, less than a million dollars in assets and most of it being, you know, everything that I was putting into it. Right. Today, having, you know, really a first quarter of 2020 with over 25 million in revenue uh, and real earnings uh, and and a team of over 15 people, it's shocking how much has transpired in such a short period of time. But it goes to the fact that, every one of you know I don't I don't view it as a me thing it's our team right I think that I think what we did really well if I had to pick one thing that I was able to do really well it was assembling a team of people as committed to the company as I am Uh, and so there will always be one person that is the leader or maybe two people that are the leaders but what we've been able to do is I don't you know, we're a really flat structure. So I stand shoulder to shoulder with every person on our team. And we all hold each other to a really high mark. And I, and I think that's why we've had the success that we've had. It also helps that there was a global pandemic that trapped every single person in their house. <laughs> for the last days and, and they're watching content. Um, yeah. And so that helps too.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I was going to get to that. And maybe you could just touch on, you know, the specifics of the business that Forest Road is changing, right? You guys are really changing the game when it comes to film financing and how people consider that and the risk-adjusted return component of that as well. And I'm curious if you could dig a little deeper to give some people some overview yeah. of, of what the company does.
1: Yeah, Forest Road, you, we called it Forest Road because I am not a creative person and we could <laughs> for it and it's where it was like the street that I grew up on it's like where my mom went to kindergarten i i don't even actually know why we called it <laughs> but we went with it and it and it worked and so hey, it,
0: it sounds works. profound it's very, deep. Well, <laughs> it's yeah, very it's, deep
1: yeah it's the whole like see the forest through the tree, you know all that all that yeah stuff. Yeah, yeah but really, all we do is we structure and finance independent film in a way that I don't think is common in entertainment industry. So the biggest thing we do is we extract extra value from tax credits tied to film. So I'll give you a quick example. You decide that giddy up wants to be a production company and make a movie. Um, and you what raise,
0: do you, what do you think? Can we do it?
1: I definitely, you could definitely do it.
0: We're, we're going to so, do it <laughs> coming um, to you.
1: Yeah. And so you raise a million bucks And you decide to shoot it in in New York, because that's where you're from. And that's where the company is. And so you qualify spend by doing three things, you create jobs, create tourism, and you create infrastructure growth. So a building a soundstage or grip and lighting or, you know, catering companies,
0: right? So you're stimulating the economy and jobs along the road
1: yeah so with that you earn a tax credit and what we do is we go to you and say hey we want to give you money for your tax credit and we just lend you money with the security interest of the tax credit so there's three participants in that transaction there's the lender forest road there's the borrower which is in this instance giddyup productions and then the state of new york so In our old jobs, we were used to transactions where there's a winner and a loser, right? If I buy a bond, that means someone sold it. One of us is going to be right, and the other is going to be wrong. Um, When we did a private equity transaction, there's a clear winner and a loser. And so what I thought was so unique about this when I started doing these deals is that everyone was winning. We were making a great risk-adjusted return for the underlying risk we are taking. The production company was getting, quote-unquote, free money, access to capital that they did not have. As you can imagine, raising money for content is very difficult. And the state is winning because this is a tax credit that's issued to the borrower and it's creating jobs and it's creating tourism and it's creating infrastructure growth. So it was unique in the sense that every single... Part of the transaction was a winner, and that in itself was just intriguing to me to build something that everyone could win on. Um, wow. I thought that that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that that is pretty interesting to say that when you consider in any sort of relationship, give and take. If you can create a dynamic where all beneficiaries are benefiting from. The outcomes that you guys are producing, I think that's an awesome and obviously sustainable business model that clearly has proven itself out from your growth and trajectory over the past couple of years in a short amount of time. And you touched on the pandemic and film and content. I think I'm curious to hear from your perspective, there's clearly going to be a content shortage because things are not sort of being produced and things are kind of at a standstill. Things that were getting produced maybe aren't currently doing so well. I'm curious where Forest Road comes in and and how you guys are thinking about the current and new environment of film financing. What kind of products do you guys like? What kind of films do you guys like? What kind of stuff are you guys financing? What are you guys seeing in that sort of market in the space right now?
1: Yeah, the biggest thing is, is, as you mentioned, is understanding the risk of creating content today. And so you have the biggest streaming companies that are exploring fully quarantining for all of pre and then they're looking at what different things they can do during principle when they're shooting there will be a shortage of content that's obvious but what does that mean for existing libraries and content that is already out there it's worth more so right you exploit windows uh meaning you know film gets released on january 1 2021 and so that first window is obviously the most valuable, right? Basic supply and demand. And then you exploit second, third, fourth, and fifth windows. And ultimately, as you uh, move further away from the release date, the less valuable. It's, it's time of money. Right. And so what we're focused on is a little bit of like a, a Warren Buffett, you know, pick up this cigar butt. Uh, <laughs> and it is, you know, from our standpoint, valuing these second, third and fourth windows but also refinancing tax credits. So in that example where Giddyup Productions gets an IOU a tax credit from New York state, you may not have encumbered that asset with debt. And so what we can do is we can go to you and say, "Hey Giddyup Productions, we are interested in refinancing your existing unencumbered tax credit. And so we're doing a lot of refis, we're doing a lot of bridge loans, so bridging production companies to getting through the pandemic. We are doing a lot of library acquisitions, mm-hmm. um, buying assets at distressed prices because the need for liquidity. What we found was our company was positively correlated to people needing money. Right. Um, And so when we initially... People who are producing films. Yeah, uh, yeah. When we initially call it end of February, early March, started to realize the real consequences of the uh, COVID-19. I was really panicked that there was going to be a prolonged period of time where we couldn't put capital to work. And what I was totally wrong about was the fact that not only were we positively correlated by the pandemic in the sense that as I mentioned earlier, people are inside watching content all day long. I mean, viewer habits went from 3.1 hours per day to almost eight hours per day.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone I knew watched Tiger King in the span of a day. I'm like, it, it, not it, it's not even possible.
1: Yeah, there's a whole other bunch of issues that we'll need to address as a society yeah. when this is over. But, but <laughs> like, uh, can, like, can we still read? <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Or, like, when Netflix will start getting into the education game. Um, Oh, interesting. uh, Yeah. You know, all the different things that are going to start to happen there.
0: Right. Because you're already starting to see the sort of issues that college universities are having with tuition. Right. And I think that's turning that whole industry upside down. I do think it's a reshuffling of a lot of industries that have been pretty stagnant, as well as the potential of new industries on the horizon. Right. So like volatility creates opportunity. And it sounds like the Forest Road Company is thinking about how to take advantage of some of that opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, on the college front, right, so for 60 years, collegiate board and, and association has been pitching the consumer on buying an experience. And so if you're not, you know, you and I went off to college, right, we moved into a dorm, we had life experiences, both positive and, and negative, <laughs> most importantly, fun.
0: I mean, I mean, the negatively positive experiences. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
1: So, so from that standpoint, well, okay, if I paid, you know, $20,000 a year to go to college, then, and now I'm not getting that experience. Well, what should I pay now? Right. Uh, So I think there's a lot of those things, right? So on that, that's a big thing that I think will change over the next decade. I think looking at companies like Disney, right? Disney, hands down the greatest, most prolific entertainment company to ever exist. Disney only makes money in large crowd gatherings. Right. sports parks. parks they have made billions of dollars on the gathering of people right and that's what makes it a special brand and that's right. why you know when you see that castle or their movies or their stories it, it's remarkable what they're yeah. the greatest storytellers of all time but what are they going to do right so that's why you're seeing obviously they with disney plus and, yep. and everything that they did there that was obviously a year ago but what would they be doing if they didn't I'm sure they're going to spend billions of dollars on e-games. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just going to need to diversify. So everyone needs to pivot and to take this full circle, pivoting is easy when you don't negotiate with yourself. Right. Um, And so when you make a decision or a choice to do something, getting to that moment and then doing it is important. Not saying, well, I think I need to have this streaming platform. And then you get to that point and you say, well, it's going to cost $4 billion to build and this and that and whatever committing to the decision that you made and, and actually going through with it or giddying up, if you will. Uh, yeah. and just just doing it.
0: Yeah, no excuses, right? Just giddy up and make a decision, right? If you're going down a path and you realize that it's not the right path, it doesn't matter how far you've been along on that path. If you continue to go down that path, it's still going to be the wrong path. It's okay, I recognize that. Now what am I going to do? What plan am I going to put in place? And what actions am I going to take? to pivot into the right direction or to start compounding results in a different direction. I think that is actually one of the most important things. And and one of the reasons why trying to get people in the daily giddy up mindset is to really take their own self-reflection and and have five minutes in every morning or every day to really set the tone for really launching forward into what they're going to do that day to result in compounding of daily, monthly, annual action and achievable goals. So before I let you go, I always ask you for a good book recommendation, and you have recommended me quite good ones. The Shoe Dog was one of them, great book. Open was one of them, great book. I'm curious what Zach Tarika has got in his library that he's currently reading that everyone else listening should.
1: Uh, well, you got my two, you got my two favorites. So, so I'll tell you that <laughs> when we hire, when we hire someone, I wasn't gonna let you off easy. <laughs> <laughs> when we hire someone at Bars Road. I buy them three books. First one is Shoe Dog. The second one is Open, the Andre Agassi book. And the third one is Living with a Seal, Jesse Itzler book about his, the, the long and short of it is he's on a family vacation, sees this guy running in the middle of the desert. His wife tracks him down. And for his birthday, I think, he has this guy live in his apartment in New York City with him for 30 days. I think it's 30 days. And it's the mindset of a Navy SEAL. And it's what he learned from living with a Navy SEAL. And, and it's, ironically enough, the SEAL he was living with ended up making his own amazing career. It's David Goggins, who also wrote a book, Hurt, which is also a great book. Yeah. Um, but I think those three books combined have a lot of what I like our company to embody, which is Shoe Dog, I think Phil Knight did everything out of love. He yep. truly loved building Nike. It, it was, and he says it in his own words, it was his own child. Nike was, and you know, I like that our employees think our company is, is their child to some degree. Yep. Um, and then I think Open, Andre Agassi did everything out of fear. And so he was petrified of his father and he had a weird relationship with authority. And so his was out of fear. And then I think what jesse's book in living with a seal highlights is this notion that you can change your mind and you can make decisions and i think one of, the, one of the interesting parts of the book is they go down to this gym when he's with this navy seal and the guy goes okay and he locks the door and he says you're not leaving here until you do a thousand pull-ups what? <laughs> and, and it's like so if you have those three things, right, doing things from love, doing things from fear, and then convincing yourself that you can do anything, right? You can do a thousand pull-ups if you want. You can run a marathon. You can Mind over over matter. So I think those three books for me are, you know, if, if an employee can or a colleague can have those three mindsets uh, to be able to do all three of those, you don't have to be smart. You just have to put in the effort and you don't have to be anything. If you have those three things, you can do anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you care about anything, right, and you can attribute those three attributes to what you're putting your time into, I think the outcome's going to be in your favor. Sounds like I'm one book shy of being a Forest Road employee, exactly. but um, I'm on my way there. So I'm going to go pick that book, that last book up to uh, round out the uh, the trifecta. But Zach, it's, uh, it's really been a pleasure to talk to you. It's really been an honor to hear your path, your journey, your mindset to creating something that is So amazingly successful, and and over the past couple of years has really proven its its space in the market and and changing the game. Everyone should go look up the Forest Road Company. And Zach, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thanks. It's you should talk more about what you're doing with Giddy Up because it's really unique, and I think you're seeing it firsthand. Right, you're seeing the engagement, and you're seeing people want to learn more about it, and and the intrigue that it has, and. For me, I think Giddy Up probably means, it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And so hearing what Giddy Up means to you and to your subscriber base and listeners, it'll be interesting to see how you're having that positive impact on, on people, right? They're waking up and it's yeah. part of that compounding success that they can bring into their day with them.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's very interesting to see how this platform has grown as well in, in a pretty short time. And it's uh, it's also been rewarding, right? It's been a, a journey of support and love and care, somewhat out of fear to put myself out there. And, you know, the mindset of a Navy SEAL to kind of just push through it no matter what. So I think you really, really resonated with the brand. And that was why it was so important to have you on here today so that people could really share and resonate with your story and your passion for, you know, not only life, but what you do and your new path and how you pivoted. And for me, being able to help others be inspired and be motivated and seek positivity in their life is what the giddy up is all about. And it starts with each day so everybody can giddy up
1: one day at a time,
0: one day at a time, one day at a time. And you can only control what you can control. So let's start with ourselves. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. Hey, everyone. This is just a reminder. Don't forget to listen to part one of this amazing interview. Thanks for tuning in. If you appreciate the people we bring on the show, please take 30 seconds to leave a rating and review.